You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocket can. I'm hanging out with super producer and host Dave Shepard, and I'm thrilled to be here with you, everybody listening all across North America. So whether you're listening on the free Odyssey app, whether you're tuned in on your local affiliate, whether you're in your car, whether you're at work, whether you're at home, I really don't care. I'm just glad that you're here. And here's where I will be for one more hour. Obviously, Monday night football. San Francisco beats up on Arizona 38 to 10. Arizona flew to Mexico City just to get stomped. Their season, they are going absolutely nowhere. Meanwhile, San Francisco, they are currently surging. Three consecutive victories, a record that now stands at six and four. They're sitting right at the top of the NFC West along with the Seattle Seahawks. And so San Francisco is just beating everybody up. This game was not competitive by any stretch of the imagination. Jimmy Garoppolo throws a career high four touchdown passes, two to Brandon Ayuk, two to George Kittle, and he completes 20 of 29 passes. And this is the same Jimmy Garoppolo who no one expected to see playing this year. This was supposed to be Trey Lance's season. Jimmy Garoppolo was supposed to be traded. And how about this? Knock on wood. Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy enough to play football. Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy enough to play. You know, after the game, and I guess this is where uh, Jimmy Garoppolo understands where his bread is buttered, he gave credit to the offensive line. Listen to this. Everyone was stepping up when their, when their number was called. Guys stepped up and made plays. The old line gave me a ton of time, which always makes things easier. And, um, yeah, it was a good night. Oh, it must be nice to, you know, fly to Mexico, play a football game, fly back on the team flight and actually be thrilled and happy about it. Jimmy G said, oh, I love playing in Mexico City. The whole atmosphere tonight, uh, I haven't played in the atmosphere or anything like this. It was electric. The fans were nuts. They were cheering throughout the whole game, which uh, you know, it seemed like a soccer game at some points, just the, the passion that they brought and everything like that. It was, it was really cool. I would love to do it again and you know, appreciate Mexico for everything. Uh, everybody had a good time in Mexico. I mean, even the announcers on 49ers radio. I told you, Jimmy Garoppolo threw four, count them, four touchdowns tonight. Two to Brandon Ayuk, two to George Kittle. I told you that already. The announcers for the 49ers were so hyped about this. Brandon Ayuk, I want you to listen to this call that made the game 31-10. Listen to this. Garoppolo in the shotgun looking left, throws for Ayuk. Ayuk will take it down, break a tackle, and get in the end zone. Touchdown! San Francisco Ayuk, Ayuk. Ayuk is on fire! Touchdown number two for Brandon Ayuk. They can leave that that celebration in Mexico City. Do us all a favor. <laughs> Do not bring that back 
to America. Leave that in Mexico. Kyle Shanahan, the head coach. Kyle Shanahan, the man who's leading the charge here with all these offensive weapons. He says he's proud of Jimmy G. I think Jimmy's doing a great job. Uh, I, I think Jimmy always has. Uh, when, when Jimmy's um, been healthy out there, we've had our guys around him. I think he plays at a very high level. Um, and I think he did that today as good as he has. So very, we're very fortunate to have him. Well, damn, how much coffee did he have before the press conference? Sheesh. Kyle Shanahan standing there like he got the jitters. I hope he sleeps on the plane back. This was just a big old fun night for the 49ers. George Kittle went up to the post-game press conference wearing one of those luchador masks that you would see in professional wrestling. And so everybody's having a good old time. The roof is on fire. Ayuk, Ayuk, Ayuk is on fire. Ayuk, Ayuk, Ayuk is on fire! Jimmy Garoppolo is happy that he's playing football. The Niners are blanking everybody. And all is well in the world. I think the 49ers, I've said this, they haven't peaked. And I would definitely, absolutely be afraid to face them in the NFC. The Dallas Cowboys, I mean, they annihilated the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. I think there's something to be said about that. They weren't playing in Dallas. The Dallas Cowboys went up to Minnesota at TD Bank Stadium or whatever the hell they call that giant glass thing. I just saw it a couple of months ago. And they whooped them. Could you imagine being a Vikings fan, paying your hard-earned money, and you see your team get dismantled like that? Ziggy Wolf is going to have to give me a refund. I need my money back. And so, yeah, we got some teams in the NFC. Philadelphia Eagles, did they peak too soon, peak too early? We know they lost to the Commanders on Monday. And then on Sunday... It took them a little bit to get by the Indianapolis Colts. Colts defense underrated, even though they've been a, uh, quite interesting, to say the least, throughout the rest of the season. Can't discount the Bucks, can you? Tom Brady can never discount them. Eagles, Cowboys, Niners, Bucks. Vikings I'm not high on because I think their defense stinks. And this was before yesterday. Nobody wants to see the Niners right now. They have blanked their last three opponents in the second half. Blanked them. Ask the Cardinals. They're the ones that lost. The Cardinals went down to Mexico City and they stunk Colt McCoy playing football in place of Kyler Murray he says yeah I know when we play the Niners you have very little room for any type of error listen to this when you play a team like the 49ers and you just have a little little room for error you know and we had some penalties in key spots we turned the ball over and when you do the when you do that against a good football team who's moving the ball well, um, you know, it hurts you. And so, um, I thought we fought. I thought we competed. I thought we, you know, I didn't think that the Niners confused me one time tonight. I knew what they were doing. They showed me a lot of different looks. Um, and so that that's a bummer, right? We feel pretty good about it. Um, 
but we just didn't make enough plays. Oh, come on, Colt McCoy, man. Stop it. They didn't fool you? I mean, what, what the last play of the game, I saw you throw an interception into the end zone. The game was pretty much done by then. Y'all don't have enough talent. And I get it. Colt McCoy has done a, a good job filling in for Kyler Murray over the past two seasons. But ain't nobody want to see you play football, Colt McCoy. He just turned 36 years old. When is the last time anybody was enamored with Colt McCoy? What, what, back when he was, uh, you know, with the Longhorns? Is, is, that, is that how far back we have to go? They're getting hurt in the national championship game. Well, don't remind us, man. At least he's still playing. He's 36 years old, and he's still, he's still in the NFL. Kyler Murray on the sidelines with that hamstring. And and do I have to remind you, people talk all the time about Kyler Murray and his size, right? People now talk about Kyler Murray and how much money he's making. A five-year extension, $160 million in guarantees. Cliff Kingsbury also getting a contract extension. Kingsbury got paid before Kyler Murray did. $46 million per year. I know last week we talked about disappointing quarterbacks. Kyler Murray didn't even hit the radar. It's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's here, whatever. This is a combination that I can never see working. I don't know why Cliff Kingsbury got a contract extension. I sat right here on the radio last year, and people want to tell me about the the incremental wins that the Cardinals have have, uh, achieved since Cliff Kingsbury took over. What are you telling me now? The defense is still crap. The team undisciplined. Uh, Kyler Murray is, I don't even have confidence he'll make it through a full season. They're treading water, if not going backwards. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Bill is calling from Tennessee. What's up, Bill? Hello. I wanted to address a couple of issues. Number one, uh, I am as big a Cowboys fan as that one caller that was losing his mind about them, and I want them to win every time they play. But I just don't know which one, uh, Cowboys team is going to show up from week to week. That's, that's reasonable. What uh, is your... What is your largest concern with the Dallas Cowboys? Consistency. Okay, but help me out. What needs to be more consistent? <laughs> I will put it in one simple word, and I'm, I'm respecting you for your show, which is great. It's a simple word called execution. You have to execute your offense. You have to execute your defensive schemes. <laughs> And when the Dallas Cowboys do, they win. Okay. But when yeah. they don't, they don't. If you okay. can beat an 8-1 and one Minnesota Vikings team 40-3, to three, you should not have lost to the Green Bay Packers. Okay. Period. All right, Bill. Well, thank you so much for calling from Tennessee. I appreciate you. I have another point to make, and I please, if you don't mind. Well, well hold on. I, I just want to be clear on the first point that you made. Yes, so in, 
in, in order for the Dallas Cowboys to be successful, they have to be consistent and they have to execute on help me out here yes, on sir. offense, defense. And can we include special teams in that? Yes. And the answer is yes. Okay, good. What's your you second point? <laughs> now, I'm not expecting Superman type play from anybody, even though uh, a couple of them from time to time demonstrate the capability. Yeah. Dak throwing the ball when he decides to do it right. And, uh, Parsons, uh, period. (laughs) Okay. All right. Reasonable. Average 10 yards plus on punt returns and don't do anything stupid on a kickoff. Okay. Well, thank. Hey, Bill, did you have a coach football? You have a coach? Yes, sir. 46 years. Well, listen, I think Jerry Jones needs to hire you. You think that would work out? Well, back when Romo was the coach. I used to tell my friends I could fix Tony Romo in a five-minute meeting. Okay. And the, well, simple, I, and the simple approach was to go, Tony, when you get ready to throw the ball, if the guy on the other end is not wearing the same color shirt you are, don't throw it to him. Oh, well, hey, Bill, you're a genius, man. I appreciate <laughs> you for calling from Tennessee. You're a good man. You have a great night. You as well. I like Bill. Bill almost sent me with the Magic Johnson of uh, of football analysis. In order to beat the team, you have to score the most points. Well, thank you, Bill. I appreciate that. 46 years, uh, okay. He could work for Jerry Jones. I really do think he can. I'm surprised you didn't ask him about Hendon Hooker. We would have been here for another 20 minutes. Oh, no, I would not. No, no, no. <laughs> he would tell me about ACLs and right, the proper, right, right. proper reconstruction of them. Right. And, 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 oh, man, this sucks for Tennessee. Well, Tennessee was already cooked. But now they're really cooked. Not only is Tennessee cooked, TCU, oh my, I watched that game on Saturday. They, they barely beat Baylor. It took them, what, a, a hustle of a field goal just to, to win that. Michigan, they barely beat Illinois. It was just, it was barely beat everybody. USC barely got by UCLA. Wait until Saturday when Ohio State takes on Michigan. That's they better hope it's a close game. Otherwise, one of them, maybe Michigan, might get the boot. I know Michigan was real high last year with their success. Let's see if they can, uh, you know, I don't want to say third time's a charm, do it consecutive years. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You know, we just heard from sad Colt McCoy. He said after the loss that, you know, he didn't get fooled, and they had a chance to win. I don't know what game he was watching. But, Colt, at least he enjoyed Mexico, right? Listen to this. The atmosphere was awesome. Uh, what a wonderful place to be able to play. Um, we've been here for two days. The, the people have been super nice. Um, you know, it's just a bummer we didn't find a way to win that game, but... Um, San Francisco played hard. They're a good football team, and we just didn't make enough plays. So, uh, but for the crowd, for the atmosphere, uh, being able to play internationally in Mexico City, I thought it was fantastic. I'm gonna say this again. They don't have enough talent, man. They don't. Colt McCoy is throwing the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. The defense is just—it's like a wet paper bag. J.J. Watt went to the Cardinals for this. He wanted to be free from crap. He left Houston for this. 
It's a disaster, man. They give up about 25 points a game. That's that's one of the worst in the NFL. How the hell are they ever going to turn anything around? They won't. 855-212-4CBS, at least going to Mexico. At least that was nice, right? Oh, yeah, we only were here for two days, and one day, and both days, all we did is work, and now we're leaving. Ben is calling from D.C. You're on CBS Radio. Ben, what's up? Hey, I love the show. Uh, I didn't love that football game. Uh, Coach Kingsbury is a dead man walking. Uh, he's walking the Green Mile. I, I have never seen a team with less heart. And, and you're talking about the talent, but I, I'm talking about the heart. And two plays really stick out to me. Uh, one was when McCoy got drilled like five seconds after he threw the ball. And nobody hits anybody in the mouth because of that. Nobody stands up for the quarterback. And then the worst play of the game was the last touchdown by Kittle. He catches that ball, and you would have thought these DBs for, for Arizona were playing in the Pro Bowl game. Nobody. They treated George Kittle like he had the Ebola virus. Nobody wanted to touch him. They didn't, and, and it was the least physical defense I've seen in a long time. And those plays show, forget about miscues or, or talent level or organization, that this team has no heart. And they've quit on Kingsbury. He's got to go. Oh, well, this is, this is, the, this is the part that's, that's complicated. And thank you, Ben, for calling from D.C. I said this about 15 minutes ago. I have no idea, none, None. I have no idea why Cliff Kingsbury got a contract extension. If you ask me after last season, and maybe I'm on an island, possibly, I, I don't I don't I thought he would have been on the hot seat. This is just a, another year. Last season. Last year. Let's remember the Arizona Cardinals started off hot. They finished the season eleven and six. They started off ten and two. They finished one and four. But I had people calling me telling me, oh, well, well they, they got 11 wins. And in the year before, they, they had eight wins. Well, how about the year that they had eight wins? They started six and three, and they finished two and five. Well, JR, the, the year before, they only had five wins. How about that season? They started off at just about 500 and finished two and seven. Please help me out. When you don't understand that there are, I don't know, 16, 17 games to a season, when you don't understand that there's a first half and a second half to a game, when you can't get your guys ready to compete, when your team overall is one of the most penalized in the NFL over the past several seasons, please help me out. Where does that warrant and justify a contract extension? If I'm Cliff Kingsbury, oh, I'm enjoying this. I'm staying in my big old fancy house with the glass. And remember the house we saw at the NFL draft? I'm staying in that house with my girlfriend or wife, and I'm collecting all the checks because I know I am robbing this place. Cliff Kingsbury, five-year extension. He will be here with the cards through 2027. Unless the Bidwells say, We got to pay you to go away. It might happen because guess who's getting paid more money? 
the quarterback, Kyler Murray, the man that everybody makes jokes about playing video games more than he's invested into his team. The same Kyler Murray who had to defend himself when they wanted to initially put a clause into his contract saying, we're going to pay you if you actually study. This is your Arizona Cardinals team. Are you shocked? Are you surprised? I'm not. This is just a disaster. And I think the ship is going to continue to sink. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Going to take more of your calls. We're going to continue to talk about contenders here in the NFC. And me, I'm just going to have a good old time. Don't move. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, JR, man? I want to first by saying uh, I love the show and thank you for keeping the show real on so many different topics. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. In the commercial break, I was trying to figure out how uh, Cliff Kingsbury got a contract extension. I still don't have an answer. I don't. They gave this guy a contract extension in the offseason to last until 2027. How? How? His team gets blasted tonight, 38-10. to 10. And, of course, there's no Kyler Murray. But I'm not just looking at tonight. I'm looking at the past several seasons, how his team prepares, how his team is penalized. It's like he doesn't inspire his team. It's not, it's not like he even puts them in a position – to win and now the squad is is four and four and seven it's pathetic man after the game cliff kingsbury he spoke and he said oh yeah in the second half the 49ers they take things to a whole different level listen i thought they had a great drive obviously a great play call there um but we got to find a way to respond you know i think even then it's 20 to whatever, um, 10 or 24, 10, uh, you're in the game. And I didn't think offensively we were able to come back and respond the way we needed to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Y- y- you think? You only scored 10 points and you were completely blanked in the second half. You heard Colt McCoy. He sounded delusional. He's just like, oh, I didn't think they, they, they tricked me at any point. Well, how come you didn't do anything more? And Cliff Kingsbury, he's just like, oh, well, yeah, we have plenty of missed opportunities. Tell me something I don't already know, Cliff. I thought we had some opportunities um, to make some plays. Obviously, the fourth downs, not getting those hurt us and really put us behind. Uh, the interception there was tough. But that's a really good team. We knew we'd have to play, you know, as good as we played all year. Um, and I thought they played really physical in that second half and found a way to, uh, to make plays. That man sounds clueless. He's going to sit on that plane and take a nap 
all the way back to Arizona. 855-212-4CBS. L.A. is calling from Detroit. You're on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief. What's up, L.A.? JR. Yes. What up, though, sir? How you doing? Excellent. Go ahead. All right. First, I want to call you after the Chiefs played the Chargers because I remember listening last week and you was giving praise to the Chargers and nobody said anything about the Chiefs. Now, I'm a Chiefs fan. Whoa, 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 I, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. I was Ryan, giving praise to the Chargers for what? Teams, no, wait, no. You, you was saying teams that you liked. And when you said the Chargers, I made a mental note. I'm calling next week after the Chiefs play the Chargers. Uh, I may have been looking at a particular game. But okay. I don't know what you've heard, but that is way incorrect because okay. the Chargers run around and they're a bunch of choke artists. <laughs> this is true. Um, the reason why I call because of these delusional Cowboys fans remind me of my home team here thinking that they're going to do something. And where is the Stephen A. Smith? It's just wait. Just wait. They're going to let everybody down, and then we're going to have a, a bunch of excuses. When it comes to the team and the best in the NFL that is the best is the Chiefs. We do not get no talk time on any station. I don't – it all depends on which coach shows up when we play the Bengals in two weeks. I don't see us losing another game. Okay. Well, did you did you hear the beginning of this show? No, I was at work, so I, I catch you when I get off. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> We we talked about the Kansas City Chiefs, and we talked okay. about them being the team that needs to be knocked off L.A. Oh, that's not going to happen. It all depends on which, like I said, what's, which coach. What's, what's not going to happen? No one's going to knock the Chiefs off. Chiefs going to be Super Bowl champions this year. Okay. All right. Thank you, L.A. Thank you. you. Appreciate you. Man, L.A.'s calling me, telling me what I said and what I didn't say. and Ugh. Where did? How do you make a mental note of something I never said? Did the he hear- only thing I can think of is when you uh, gave laud to Justin Herbert's arm, and how he often falls victim, despite uh, having his head coach be Brandon Staley. That's the only thing I can think of in which you have talked up the Chargers this season. There's nothing to talk up with the Chargers besides their quarterback. Heck, heck, yeah, you've you've They're- given Austin Eckler credit, Keenan Allen, guys like that, but yeah, he doesn't play. He just came back. <laughs> How am I give credit? What? What? How am I give credit to somebody who doesn't play football? The Talk Chargers are a massive disappointment, yeah. man. They they unfortunately have peaked. Staley is also someone who's on borrowed time. They can't sit around and and, and blame Anthony Lynn anymore for choking away games. It, it would only be so easy. They are. They're in San Diego. That's their issue. They've sucked since they've been in L.A. Yeah, well, that's we know why they're in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a sad, sad scenario. I'm, I'm hoping that Justin Herbert doesn't fall victim to I'm an absolutely amazing quarterback, but everybody around me is hot garbage and injured and or hurt. Um, I had high hopes earlier this season for the Chargers, but I think Staley is uh, in the long run not not going to be that guy. They may have to go ahead or go ahead and try to pull in a veteran who knows what he's doing. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to take more of your calls in before we roll out. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. 
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I just want to start off by saying you're one of the best in the game, man. I really enjoy listening to your show. I love the show. I discovered it last year when there was actually no sports going on, and uh, I've been loving it ever since. I genuinely love your show. Your takes are great. I may not agree with all of them, but they're on point. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, okay, sure. Monday night football is over. 38-10. to 10. Okay, fine. We saw that. 49ers beat the cards. Did anybody realize that the World Cup is going on? I had the World Cup on all day. United States of America, I mean, U.S. men's national team. You can never expect anything out of them. I saw them go up 1-0 versus Wales, and I'm like, come on, man. This is, this is not going to happen. And, of course, it was Gareth Bale who equalized the game, won all. And I looked at the bright side. I said, at least uh, at least the men didn't lose this time. They didn't lose one or nothing. Oh, man, I, America can't be good at everything, right? And then the earlier game in the day, I think it was Iran. Did I watch Iran get their butts handed to them? Yeah, they lost to England 6-2. Uh, to two. Yeah, the Netherlands beat Senegal two to nothing, and then things got underway yesterday or Sunday, I should say, as Ecuador beat Qatar, the host nation, two to nothing. Hey, Shep, have you watched any of the World Cup? No. Whoa! What, what was that deep? Uh, what was that about? No, because I, I, I feel bad because it is the world's greatest stage. Um, right. It does bring countries together. It, it brings communities together. It brings the world together, for God's sakes. And I haven't done my part. I haven't done a lick and done the right thing and watched it and step up. But the reality is, JR, I just can't get into the sport. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. And I know a lot of that's people, okay. I, 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 that's awful to say, I know. No, it's not awful to say. People, people have their preferences. Why is it awful? Because I, I think people underestimate how difficult it is to be a professional soccer player, whether it's the MLS, whether it is, you know, obviously the World Cup representing your country. And I, and I don't want to take that for granted. I just can't get into games of scores that have one nil. Sorry. You know? Oh, well, that's why you keep up. You apologized again. <laughs> what are you apologizing for? Because like I feel every... bad because you, you love the sport. So What? What you apologize? What it have to do with me? Everybody has a preference. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Everything isn't for everybody. I'll know? tell you this, Jr. I will say this very what? quickly. If everybody was Pele who played the sport, I would find a way to love soccer. Well, you know, every every country has a different style of play, and so when you're watching the United States of America, you're watching a squad that's typically just trying to stay alive. They got a young squad right now. But historically, they're, they're behind the eight ball. You know, some of our best athletes, we, we ain't sending them to play football. We have so many other options, so many different sports. You think about football all across the globe, all across the world. It is the sport. It, it's something that everybody plays. And here in America, you could think about isolationism. You could think about a million reasons as to why. And I'm not going to get deep into history. Us you know, establishing our own freedoms here or taking it or whatever you want to call it on this side of the Atlantic Ocean. But we've developed our own sports. Ain't nobody running else 
or excuse me, nobody else is running around playing our version of football. Um, so there's nothing to apologize for. But I, I enjoy the World Cup when it comes through just to know that there's football on all year long, that you have a lot of the world's best players uh, representing their countries of, of which they find uh, typically more honor and pride in a lot of times than they do for their, their club. And then you always can find out about some of the new and emerging players that you're not familiar with. You're going to have a lot of dudes who get paid off of their World Cup performance. Uh, so interesting timing. World Cup typically held in the summer. But because Qatar will will burn you to a crisp in the summertime, yeah, we got the World Cup taking place in November and you can thank a lot of corruption for that. Uh, let's get to more of your calls before we have to roll out. 855-212-4CBS. Rob is here from Charlotte. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Oh, my God. Rob, you, Rob, uh, you, you sound kind of funky, man. Can you, you still here? I'm still here, man. This is my bad. I'm a truck driver, man. I said I'm a long-time listener, JR. I'm calling thank to you. bring your show down a little bit. I wanted to get your opinion. It's hard being a charlatan. The Hornets suck. The Panthers suck. What are we doing with a coach? Are we going to keep LaMelo ball? I just want to hear your expert opinion on it, man, and uh, go away. <laughs> Eat us a lot because I know that's what you're about to do. But it's tough, man. I want to know what we, we played Baltimore so tough yesterday and every Sunday to get up and do that or you turn the TV on the next night and see the Hornets with Michael Jordan and all that and we lose and lose and lose. Will we ever have wow. a decent squad again, man? Well, you asked me about two teams, Rob, and, and here's the situation. Yes, if, if I'm thinking about LaMelo, I'm thinking about his ankles first. I know his dad is probably thinking of Los Angeles. And then when it comes down to your Panthers, man, it's going to take some years. Uh, not even worried about Steve Wilkes as the head coach. The first thing the Panthers need to do is worry about quarterback. But at this stage of the season, they look like they're going to be in prime position to select one. So I would just wait a few more months for some optimism. Okay, Rob? Are you turn the sports radio. I'm sorry. You turn the radio on every morning. All we hear is we're number one in this pick in basketball and number three in this. That's terrible, man. I don't even want to watch sports. But thank you, Dale. Yeah, it's Love the uh, show, man. It's, it's, it's just the realities, unfortunately, Rob. I understand. I appreciate you for calling from Charlotte. Man, man, it's uh, you need a quarterback and – you need a coach. You need healthy players around LaMelo. You need LaMelo healthy. LaMelo needs a guy who's not going to get arrested for domestic disputes. I mean, yes, they they need a lot in both places. Brad is calling from Colorado Springs, where we send lots and lots of love. Brad, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, you know, I know that the – the Broncos are talking about the Broncos is like talking about a circus right now. It's just, just goes round and around and around, you know, yeah. but the big talk right now is at least on local uh, sports is like how the Broncos can't afford to cut ties with Russell Wilson. <laughs> and, you know, that's just like saying, Hey man, we cannot afford to win because at this point, that much money, of, you know, they can't bring anything else in, and he's not doing anything. So cut it, take the loss, find some young, deserving rookie, two, three-year quarterback, stick him in there. He's going to do just as good, maybe probably better, and have a future. 
So you're just going to dump $165 million down the toilet to tell Russell Wilson to kick rocks? I, I would do that before I would tie myself to him for six years and, and exist in the pain the whole time. Well, I think the first, going up. The, the first step for the Denver Broncos is, is getting rid of the head coach because that will be a cheaper alternative than dumping Russell Wilson. You understand yeah. that at least, yeah. right? No, you know what else I understand is like – like there was almost like no preseason warm-ups. They were they were doing walkthroughs in preseason and, and in training camp, and like they were, it's like they were drunk with happiness, having so much fun doing nothing but just talking and walking through practices. Oh well, Russell and, Wilson know, was running around with his new catchphrase. You know what it is, right? Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> I gotta it's not wonder disgusting. if eBay paid him to do it. Well, can give me your best Russell Wilson impersonation. Oh, uh, hey man, let's ride. Oh no, that seat is that Local was actually country, let's ride. That was actually equally as bad, Brad, so I appreciate <laughs> you, man. All right. <laughs> Thank you, okay. Brad. Brad Brad Thanks. is a fun guy, no doubt. Brad calling up from Colorado Springs. He's just as fun as Kawhi Leonard. And the last I looked up at the studio, the Clippers actually, uh, they played football tonight. Let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. Oh, that wasn't necessary. It's always terrible. Anyway, Kawhi Leonard, speaking of a fun guy, Kawhi Leonard played football tonight. Oh, excuse me. I'm all screwed up now with Russell. Kawhi Leonard played basketball. The Clippers beat the Jazz 121 to 114 in Los Angeles. And Kawhi, let's like take a look at this man's numbers. What did Kawhi Leonard do tonight? Okay. <laughs> 23 minutes, 8 points, 5 assists, 4 of 11 from the field, 0 of 3 from downtown. I did see uh, Paul George sitting on the sideline in street clothes. And uh, Kawhi Leonard, man, I guess – this is a step in the right direction, just knowing that he's healthy enough to participate on the floor. John is calling from Oregon. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, hello. How are you? I'm amazing. What's on your mind? Well, uh, what I told your, uh, your, your fellow there is that I think uh, I'm hoping that Art Rooney was watching this game tonight, right? Okay. Because the Steelers need that offense. And they need to get rid of their offensive coordinator quickly. Matt Canada? Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. he's got two ideas. One is to throw passes out to the flank to the, to the receivers. And second is to run our running back right into the center of the line. You know, we uh, it's just a horrible thing. And you're wasting a, a, a rookie quarterback. He's actually playing pretty well, but he's playing in a system that doesn't give him any advantages. Okay, what do you think about all of the talent around him? Uh, there is some talent. In other words, first of all, I put in a fullback, right? That'll help uh, <laughs> Najee Harris. Okay. And secondly, uh, and we have a fullback. And secondly, uh, they need – I'm not sure. Conceptually, it's hard to tell because it's so poor that, that uh, uh, it's hard to tell the talent level uh, of, of – but I think there's a talent level there, except maybe in the offensive line. But with better, with better ideas, the offensive line would be better too. 
Yeah, uh, well, I know, think so. this is what it boils down to, John. You, you have a point. People have been picking apart Matt Canada for, for, for quite some time now. But the Steelers are obviously in a rebuilding mode in the situation. Uh, we know that Mike Tomlin definitely isn't going anywhere. Kenny Pickett is going to continue to get his chances and opportunities. But I think overall they're going to have to bring in more talent, and that's going to take uh, several years. Everybody just can't hit home runs. Sometimes you got to get punched in the mouth before you bounce back. I mean, the last several years trying to think about whether or not Ben Roethlisberger was going to be healthy and, you know, are we running, are we throwing, are we passing, what are we? Now we don't have Roethlisberger. And so Pittsburgh is suffering for it, 3-7. and And, hey, this is a clear example of if you don't have talent, you ain't winning a damn thing. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Shep, thank you for another amazing night. Thank you, JR. No doubt about it. And we'll be back tomorrow. We're going to talk more football. We're going to talk some basketball. We're going to get ready for the holiday. And me, I will be here just having a damn good time. If you missed a minute of the show, you can always hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. We'll be back with you tomorrow. 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can't wait. You can find me everywhere. That is at JR Sport Brief, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't move anywhere here on CBS Sports Radio. Why? Because Amy Lawrence is coming up next, and she's awesome. I'm gone.